Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the second of our special episodes of Friends with Friends. My name's Pete Allison, this is Dave Cribb. Ahoy yo, what's going on? Um, not much, not much at all. Not sure about ahoy yo at all, I thought I'd mix two. I, I didn't want to raise it, but it was an unusual choice of uh, welcome. It's worth raising, Pete. I want you to challenge me, I don't want to get away with this sort of shit, you know? Okay, well that was unforgivable, let's move on. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, the second of our, our mini-eps, uh, whilst we're on a small hiatus... Uh, sunning ourselves on various holidays, no doubt. Um, by which I mean, I think Pete is in Leeds, and I yeah. briefly went to North Wales for work. I mean, given this is audio, I could claim that I was in some glamorous location right now, but no, I'm in Leeds. Yeah, no, let's just say it. We're both in Barbados at some sort of paleontology yeah. conference, and we're having a great time. <laughs> so today's special episode, um, I it was one that when I when we identified the title of this one, I wasn't aware it was a clip episode and still having watched it, I'm not entirely sure why it is. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing, right? Let's, let's crack into it because there's a lot to talk about with this one in the sense that the first of the clip episodes we did uh, on last week's podcast, the one with the invitation was, mm-hmm. it had a very distinct narrative, didn't it? It had a very obvious it reason for being there. It had a specific purpose. Yes. And all the clips were of a theme and this episode particularly feels really like they were filling a slot towards the end of season six. But it's the, it's the one with yeah. mac and cheese. It's season six, episode 20. Here's the synopsis in case you haven't watched it recently. Joey gets his hopes up over his first significant acting job since Dr. Drake Ramore. He has the part of a science fiction hero, Mac Machiavelli, the crime-fighting partner of a cool robot. That's what it says on Wikipedia. Cool robot. I'm not sure <laughs> that is true. Cheese. Uh, but Monica bursts into the apartment, making Chandler forget to finish a note for Joey that his decisive second audition has been moved two hours earlier. Meanwhile, the friends reminisce about other instances where they have messed up. By miracle, Joey gets another chance, which Chandler writes down correctly. So, I mean, that kind of gives you the gist of what happened, but what it doesn't really tell you is um, how many random clips from old episodes of Friends are in this one episode. And there is not really a theme that ties them through, is there? Well, I thought thought when I realised it was about Joey and about his acting, the first montage in it is highlighting Joey's bad acting jobs, isn't it? Yeah. And I sort of thought that that was where it was going, that all the sort of throwback clips, if you like, were going to be about his career and them going along to watch him in various bad productions and things like that. But then, like, the, the, the montages, there's, there's four 
notable ones. Yeah. And if you look at the subject of them, like the first one is Joey's bad acting jobs. Yeah. The next is a montage of all the other friends experiencing stress at work. Oh, I mean, we'll talk about that one in a bit. Then there's a montage of them being bad friends to each other. <laughs> yeah. Which includes, for no apparent reason, Rachel and Ross arguing, and it's the same clip that we've seen in last week's <laughs> clip episode, where it's just um, them falling out, Ross storming out, um, him After doing that fake thing, crying, yeah. fine by me, that whole bit. And then there's just a montage of them hugging. <laughs> Set to music. Well, I think we should, yeah, I mean, that is that is the one where it really feels more than anything like they've gone, we are 90 seconds short uh, in this episode how can we make this up very quickly? Because what basically happens, and we'll go over the other sort of clip sequences, and basically the premises for each um, clip sequence basically get thinner and thinner as the episode goes on, <laughs> yes, don't they? Sort they of, do. and and they're properly they talk into them in more and more hilarious ways, like proper, almost like Amdram. Style yeah. scripting, do you know what I mean? Where they're just attempting like, to well, tee them it's up. It's not like any yeah. other of us have experienced stress at work, is it? Roll clips. It's, you know, you can almost hear them just sort of going, here come the clips. Um, but the one at the end with the hugging is like real. Like they just, it's when Joey finally gets the part of mac and cheese. Yeah. And they hug and that's it. And it just goes into a montage of Chandler and Joey hugging and then Set other, other to music hugging. as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it is real strange. Uh, but let's go back to the start, shall we? So, um, yeah, the premise of... Yeah, this is one of those episodes where this is quite a pivotal moment, again, in sort of Friends... Uh, in, in the Friends plotline, isn't it? Because it's Joey getting this job, which does become a fairly big part of his career. I mean, if you retro-analyse Joey's career, he's not had that many huge hits. Um, but the reason we get the first lot of clips, like you say, which is the Joey bad acting, basically, is yeah. he's got this big audition and he's nervous that he's not a very good actor, basically. And all the other friends inexplicably are going, do you know what, mate? You're absolutely fucking fantastic at acting. (laughs) And I know the joke is then that they show all of him being terrible acting, but the friends are, I don't think the other friends are doing Joey any favours in this situation because they are really egging him on. Do you know what it's like? It's like in the glory days of the X Factor when you get someone who auditioned whose family had clearly told them that they were wonderful and very, very talented. Then they'd audition (laughs) and they'd be laughed out the room. Like that's the same kind of thing that's going on here. But that's what should happen, Pete. But what happens? He gets the bloody part. (laughs) He gets the part on a big TV show. A second choice, but yes, still. Uh, Yeah, second choice behind the allergy guy, but still. So it it goes into this. And and what I will say is this clips, the first clip sequence is brilliant. It's three of the best bits of friends. It's the smell the fart acting. It's Joey in his stage production of Freud, where he sings that, all you want is a tinker Right, what is the song. subject of that song? Is it is it about some, a woman wanting to be a man? It's a song about penis envy. All you so, want is a tinkle. Is, all you want is a tinkle, because you envy the schwang. Is it the, a it, lyrically... you can tinkle, or play with, or simply let hang. Oh. <laughs> it is an incredible bit of writing. It is brilliant and super catchy yeah. it's one of those songs that i have in my head for at least one day every month um but yeah so and then and then after that we get the al pacino butt sequence so like those three bits are really good iconic moments of, of joey being uh, a terrible actor and joey being a terrible actor is as we know one of the most enjoyable things in, in all of friends isn't yes it? yeah 
So we, we get there, and I imagine you're at the same point as me at this stage, Pete, going, this is going to actually be a cork of an app. Because yeah. I, I remember the bits that aren't the clips, but I've obviously sort of subconsciously blocked out which clips they use in these clip shows because, you know, you place them in other episodes in your head, don't you? And you recontextualize them. So I'd kind of forgotten what the rest of it was. And then we cut to this strange sequence where Ross and Chandler are playing chess in Central Park. Yes. And, and what is it Chandler this, that he doesn't really realize that they're playing? He says something like, oh, I didn't realize we were playing or something. Yeah. I think Ross goes, it's your move. And Chandler says, oh, we're, are we playing this? Basically, yeah. uh, which is a funny gag. Um, and then basically Joey comes in, doesn't he? And he's had a stressful first audition and I, I, I could not recite to you the entire script of this scene, but it's effectively Joey comes in and goes, Whoa, that was stressful. Uh, not that you guys would understand it, you know, being an actor is pretty stressful. Yeah. And Chandler goes, yes, it's not like the rest of us have stress in our jobs, is it? And then we just go into this bizarre sequence of, really disparate plot lines, some of which, you know, they're all basically based at their own work. Two of which are, well, it's Monica and Phoebe, their work-based stress is both of them being quite horrendously harassed as well. Yeah, so the Monica with the salad guy, yeah. the, um, are they dirty and all of that when yeah. she's preparing that salad. And then Phoebe's is when Paolo's hitting on her in the massage parlour, isn't it? Yeah, and then exposes himself to her. Yes, and then exposes himself to her. And then the other ones are the weenus, Chandler's weenus, which is a really, really short clip, like 10-second clip. Uh, Rachel stressing out in a really sort of non-memorable scene um, where she's just had to help a woman put on a thong and she didn't even buy it and she's on the phone to Monica going, I'm quitting, I'm quitting. Uh, leaving that answer phone message. And then our old, you know, our old friend to finish that montage, Ross's sandwich. Yes. I feel like these clips in this um, episode, like, like we seem to have covered a lot of them in episodes of Friends with Friends. Like it was just a case of ticking them off as you went through it. Yeah, done that one. Yeah, done that one. Which I guess does prove that what they have done is choose, you know, some really great clips from really good episodes because yeah. all the episodes that are ones that people have chosen as their favourite. Um, so it, they are all great clips in themselves. It's just why they're there is at best confusing. You mentioned the scenes outside of the montages. Two of my two brilliant bits in this episode. It's when um, the beginning and end when Joey is enlisting the help of Phoebe and later on Ross in yeah. reading Acting the script, rehearsing the, the lines, script. Yeah. Like they, those bits are so good. Like Ross appearing with that toy gun. Like that'll be a neat <laughs> trick when you're dead. And it's the whole really hammy way that he's sort of checking the script because he doesn't know the lines off by heart. And that's also a massive difference in Ross there because Ross would not, this Ross that we're seeing where he's kind of quite like Phoebe in terms of uh, embracing it, thinking he's doing a really good job of acting. Early Ross was too uptight for that. Right. He Early Ross wouldn't up, have done he? that. Yeah, he's loosening up and he's becoming the different second era Ross, which timing wise is about right, given this is what, series six, episode 20. Very different Ross to initial Ross. Yeah, and, and those scenes feel like the sort of scenes that could have been dreadful in other people's hands. You yeah. know, the logic is obviously Joey's, Joey being a bad actor is funny. Let's make Phoebe and Ross basically do the same thing and think they're doing very good serious acting, but they're genuinely terrible. But both Lisa Kudrow and David Schwimmer are just so brilliant at it, aren't they? And and it is it, it, those two scenes specifically are really 
really enjoyable to watch. Yeah, best bits are like Phoebe doing her overacting with I'm a robot, I'm just a machine and the slightly hysterical yeah. way that she says that and then Ross appearing as the baddie are, yeah. I think, the two best parts of this whole episode. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So unlike the invitation episode that we did last week, yep. there's a lot more original um, storyline in this one, isn't there? There's, there's, um, I'd say probably 50% of the episode is actual an episode of Friends that we haven't seen before. Yep. And then 50% is sort of strangely interspersed clips. Yeah, last week the narrative was very much, is Ross going to invite Rachel? And when he does, is she going to say yes? And that's basically it. Whereas here, there is much, much more going on. Yeah, and the basic thing is Chandler gets the phone call and um, gets interrupted whilst writing this message on the Magna Doodle thing. Yeah. And so, so the first thing is, there's a scene where Joey gets mad at Chandler. Understandably, he's, you know, messed up this big career opportunity. And Joey says something like, um, what are you even doing picking up my phone? You don't live here. As if suddenly, six years in, <laughs> social boundaries have become a real problem for that friendship group. Like, yes, that's what we've been saying as viewers for absolutely ages. Yeah, why have you just yeah. clocked this? Yeah, yeah, it's taken you six and a half years to go, guys, why are we just wandering into each other's apartments and picking up the phone? And it only really becomes a problem when it affects their career devastatingly. But um, yeah, it's, it's one of those moments where you go, yes, you've put the nail on the head. You've become self-aware about basically the inherent problems of your entire social group. The other brilliant Joey bit in this is when he's explaining the concept of mac and cheese to, I think it's yes. Monica, uh, Rachel and Chandler, isn't it? The three of Chandler, them. Chandler, yeah. yeah. And he spells out what cheese means. And just at the point that you get quite how ludicrous the concept is, 
a very typically Joey line of, they really lucked out that it spells cheese. <laughs> yeah, Which, that's, that's the title of the show. Yeah, that's one of, that's a, one of my favourite Joey lines in this episode. Yeah, and do you know what I was thinking watching that was, uh, it's a real shame that we've wasted this episode without a guest because there were some great uh, lightning round quiz questions in this one, like what does cheese stand for and all that sort of stuff. Yes, of course. Um, there's, a, there's a few moments in this episode where I was like, oh, that's a great quiz question. And uh, some of the episodes, it's very hard to find them, isn't it? <laughs> We've been clutching at straws before. <laughs> friends with friends, clutching at straws for 30 episodes now. So then we've had the Joey um, bad acting montage. We've had the stress in their jobs montage. And now we're at the point where Chandler has written this half message on the Magna Doodle on the back of the door. Monica's interrupted him and he's just left it. And the problem is, even if he'd finished that message. That is not a good enough method of communication to get a message to your best friend about a really important thing, is it? I mean, they've got, they must have had texts by then. This is like the year 2000. They've definitely got pages. They've got phones. Why is he not ringing him? Why is he not texting him? You know, why is he not trying to send fairly urgent messages to Joey? Instead, he's just like, oh, I'll just pop it on the Pop it on and the hope he sees the it. Door. Other thing is like while I'm sure while I'm sure they are very difficult to write on, his handwriting on them is so appalling that even if Joey had seen it, he probably wouldn't be able to tell what that says. I um this week actually big 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 news guys big podcast news. I bought a little keyring holder thing for my hallway, and it's got a little um, whiteboard on it with a little. Oh, has um, it? Yeah, so I can now leave messages for my girlfriend and flatmate. But surely, given the size of your keyring, it would be difficult to leave such an extensive note on there. Uh, yes, it's not an extensive note, and all it really says at the moment is nobody likes Cornelius, who's my flatmate. <laughs> so, and I imagine that message will just stay there forever. Um, until either he or somebody else notices and wipes it off. But, sure. Um, you know, we'll see. Maybe he'll discover that message by listening to his podcast before he's even seen it on the board. <laughs> um, so then we're into the next sequence of clips, which comes off the back of Joey finding out that Chandler's made this mistake, basically. Yeah. And again, it's quite... This is the third of the four sequences. And, you know, we are, like I said before, getting more and more thin getting into them. And this is basically Chandler. I think the line in is something like, you know, everyone's allowed one mistake cue montage of mistakes they've all made in the past and then we get two separate montages with a couple of quick lines in between basically one is chandler making mistakes at the expense of joey and the other one is joey making mistakes at the expense of chandler now the difference in these montages is actually really interesting because chandler's is the bracelet you know when he gets the friendship bracelet the big metal bracelet of joey and he's up all and he's waving it around and basically this is a piece of crap and then the next one is when he kisses Kathy, Joey's girlfriend, and ends up getting with her when Joey's car's broken down. Quite a low friendship moment, that is. Yeah, I mean, both of those, Chandler being an appalling friend, really. Then we get Joey's montage, which in sequence is locking himself in the entertainment unit, accidentally setting Chandler up on a date with Janice, yeah, and uh, sending Chandler to his tailor, where the tailor touches him up. All three of which are just Joey being stupid. Yeah. They're not Joey being, none of them are Joey being malicious, are they? Yeah, he's not a, He's not sort of consciously being a bad friend, whereas when yeah. Chandler got with Kathy, like, he knew what he was doing when he did that. Yeah, Chandler is walking around shouting about this nice, thoughtful gift his best friend's got him, saying what a piece of crap it is, and then he's uh, getting off with his best friend's girlfriend while he's away. Um, not good things, Chandler. 
Joey is basically just a bit, he's a bit thick, isn't he? The thing is, when I was watching this episode, if I had been watching this on TV, not for the purpose of, you know, research, I think I would have just gone along with all these montages because largely I've seen them many times before and I just remember that they were in that episode. That's just what it's like. But now watching it, trying to think about it a bit more carefully, I don't understand why those montages are in there. I don't understand why at that point they needed those examples of Joey and Chandler being bad friends to each other. I don't get what this episode gets from going back and digging those things up. No, and it can only really probably have been a time and money consideration, really, because... That's the only explanation for it is that they, 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 for some reason, needed to save money on this. A lot of the original stuff they shoot is just in, I think it's just in the two apartments in Central Perk, isn't it? It's in the main three sets. A decent a whack of it is Joey and Phoebe just acting in the apartment, reading out lines. But it, it must have just been a budget and time thing that they needed to squeeze it a little bit because, like I say, they'd done basically half an original episode. It doesn't feel like it would have been that much more to do the rest of it and just not bothered with the clips. Do you know what I would have liked? I would have liked more of the friends reading from the script, acting out and helping Joey rehearse. That in itself, all in one right. room, in one episode, them going through that and helping out like Phoebe and Ross did and playing those parts. I think there's more in that than there is digging all this stuff up just to get to the point of Joey going to his audition. Yes. So then we get to the fourth and final major uh, series of clips before the bizarre hug montage. And <laughs> um, this one is yeah, even more sort of left field, isn't it? And this one is, I think the line that Rachel says is, we've all been there, we fight and we make up. And it just then goes into a sequence of times when they've all fought. Yeah, times when they were being horrible to each other. Nothing to do with the storyline as present, at least the previous ones were sort of vaguely related to Joey and Chandler's history and relationship. This one is just, like you say, Ross and Rachel fighting about the letter. Uh, it's not that common. It doesn't happen to every guy, all that. Uh, then, then Rachel and Monica fighting over Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, none of it makes any sense. Why is that there? <laughs> then Joey putting on all Chandler's clothes. And then Joey just sitting alone in his apartment, having moved out, you know, in that all by myself sequence. Yeah. Um, and then we're back into the rest of the storyline, which is, apart from the strange hug montage, all back to original content. And so we get Chandler once again answering the phone and writing the message on the board again, and then um, running around this time at least and trying to find Joey. Again, pick up the phone, mate. Give him a call. He's probably got a cell phone by now. Much easier. Um, but he's gone to Ross's place. He's gone to Central Perk. He's gone to all the sandwich shops in Manhattan, apparently. But as luck would have it, this time Joey does find the message. He does go to the audition. He gets the part, despite being a terrible actor. Uh, and uh, then, you know, everything's happy. Everyone's happy again. They do the hug. And then we have the big hug montage where everyone's just hugging for a minute. Yeah, which wears thin very quickly. Like, all right, all right I get it. You, you're like hugging each other. Like, that's fine. I get that. And then there's this weird sort of, afterwards when it cuts back to them and they're like do we do this too much and then they separate and they just shake hands and it's all very like in the way that the male characters and friends are at time to time it's a little unnecessarily yes. masculine i think yes but intimacy issues but like, um, we can't hug that's male too much. to male isn't it yeah um, and this is very much before the nap episode or any of that where yes. male intimacy becomes a real you know but yeah but that's it that's the that's the one with mac and cheese and it sets us up for a number of episodes in the future where um, Joey does have this job and actually the next episode that was about to roll onto my Netflix is the one with Elizabeth's dad which we've covered which is why we've covered mac and cheese stuff before so it's the first of the Bruce Willis episodes yep. uh, erroneously chosen by our guest who wanted to choose the second Bruce Willis episode but uh, never mind that one's still up for grabs guys <laughs> um, and yeah there's that whole storyline of Joey helping um, the, the robot operator 
get off with girls, Wayne, yes. which is the one we have previously covered. Have but yeah, but, but that's it. Clip show number two, D-O-N and also E. So thank you very much for listening and for listening to Friends with Friends. Uh, if you enjoy it, we're going to do that thing that podcasters do. Uh, please like and subscribe. No, that's YouTubers. What am I trying to say? Please, please rate, rate us and, rate review, and review us. Review. See, I'm not very good at this. We got this down pat, yeah. Pete, haven't we? Please like and... Su- I mean, you can subscribe to podcasts, so please do that as well. Yeah, do what you want, mate. Yeah. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Please review us friends. because it helps. And thank you for sharing it with other people because I noticed this in our Twitter notifications. People are like, oh, if you heard this podcast, you love friends, you should listen to this. Please do more of that because it helps more people yeah. hear us. And that's just really nice. Normal service reviews next week with uh, an actual guest slash friend so uh listen to the bit after the music and you'll find out who that is oh who's it gonna be is it gonna be steve bougier the comedian yes it is yes yeah it is well the mystery reigns doesn't it who could it possibly be on next week's podcast we'll never know we won't it wasn't a mystery for very long that was it no it wasn't sorry it's the comedian steve bougier hello how you doing? Uh, very well, thanks. Are you looking forward to discussing your favourite episode? So excited. Love Friends. Can't wait to talk about it and geek out about sitcoms. Tell us, please, which is the episode you have chosen? Uh, I've chosen Series 2, Episode 22, the one with two parties, Rachel's birthday. Absolute corking episode. Great episode. Can't wait for that. Season 2, Episode 22, the one with two parties. If you would like to prepare yourselves for next week's episode of Friends with Friends, go away, watch it, settle in. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Great big owl. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>